such a delight to speak to you, Gary. There's so much to talk about, right? Uh, but I guess yeah. first things first, let's certainly just take a look at the state of radio in South Africa, especially given that it is a, a medium that is so far reaching, uh, primarily in a, in a society that still remains fairly unequal. But share your context with us regarding the state of radio in the country. Uh, absolutely. Uh, radio is and continues to be uh, healthy. Uh, sure, you know, we we have more fragmentation in the market and we always will have fragmentation as new entrants come into the market from other mediums, you know, streaming, digital, social, they're new players in the social realm. You look at TikTok, et cetera. Um, but yeah, you're always going to get new, new entrants, but what we see via our, our study for the market Rams, uh, radios remain constant um, for the past sort of two or three years. Mm-hmm. We remain at uh, between 73 and 75% of the population listening to the radio in the past seven days, which which is substantial. It's still a mass medium. A lot of people like to in the market like to say that digital is taking over. Yep. Um, I tend to disagree. And maybe let's talk about that, right? Because digital also comes with so many other intricacies. You need the data connectivity. You need the actual equipment and the tool. You need the data itself. Um, and of course, I, I guess then access to sustainable infrastructure in order for that connectivity to happen. Is is this, I guess, the differentiator between new digital media versus radio? Um, yes and no. So I suppose for radio... It's a, it's a two-edged sword, but let, let's touch on that point, though. In terms of data in South Africa, still continues to be an access problem in terms of the funds needed to stream audio or watch video, right? So that is, um, that, that's a problem. We also have load shedding that affects uh, connectivity, uh, cell phone towers, et cetera, et cetera, and, and you know, the, the quality of, of, the, of the media. But for radio, we're, we are seeing that, uh, radio is consumed in a variety of different ways. So, yes, you know, uh, still listen to at home is 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 the biggest. But people in South Africa are listening to the radio via alternatives. They're listening on their phones. They're listening via DSTV. They're listening via apps. They're streaming. Um, it's it, radio is no longer kind of defined as regionally as it was in the past. If someone likes a station that's not necessarily broadcasting in the area, well, they go stream it. Mm-hmm. So if there's a station in Johannesburg, like Kai FM, you might find that you have a lot of listeners in the Western Cape, for example, that are streaming you. So, you know, access to radio is greater than ever. And some see that as, uh, you know, a downside. I see it as an upside. It's just making radio more available. And I'm glad that you touch on the audience aspect, right? Because it does speak to one of the fundamentals that radio stations live by is uh, building a sense of community with their listeners. And that speaks to retention, uh, audience numbers, and the metrics that might be used to measure this. Help us understand how this has also evolved within the South African market as we are aware that there have been some changes to the metrics. Uh, yeah, so we, we changed the way that we uh, interview, for example. So um, in the past, we did face-to-face interviews. Yeah. And we've changed to a hybrid methodology and we predominantly do telephonic interviews and I'll give you the reason why. Mm -hmm. But we also have included online interviews um, and some face-to-face. And the reason why we've gone for a hybrid approach is not because this is done all over the world. It's simply from a a practical point of view. 
So in the past, there were certain segments of the population which were almost impossible to reach by face-to-face interviews. Um, so the upper end of the market in gated communities, it would be hard for an interviewer to gain access to a gated community because of uh, security concerns. Mm-hmm. Now, being able to phone those people, sure, people are you know strained for time, but our hit rate is better over the phone in getting to gated communities, for example. So we get the data that we need. But then... Speaking of that data, so I just want to jump in there to understand if the questions and the level of engagement would still be the same. It's just the method. Absolutely. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. So um, actually the methodology that we have is a yesterday recall methodology and that moved uh, from a diary. And the reason why we went for a yesterday recall methodology is because it's far more accurate. It's far easier to think about what did you listen to yesterday than it is to keep track of your listening habits every quarter hour for seven days. I'm sure if you know you had to put yourself into that scenario, yeah. you might not stick to it as strictly as you know we would like. Um, obviously, we like to think that people really do monitor their listening every 15 minutes, but you know in the past, I'm sure people uh, just guesstimated. And then that's where top of mind awareness comes into play. And the bigger stations, they they you know they get the the benefit of that in some of the smaller, more medium-sized stations, not not so much necessarily. Mm-hmm. That's why with yesterday recall, everybody gets their day to shine. Mm. Uh, speaking of that, though, I am aware that uh, when it comes to a lot of this data, this is really critical because it's what keeps stations going, right? Uh, audience numbers plays a direct influence on the number of, I guess, sponsors that you're able to attract. And you and I might know this because we operate in the industry, but many listeners might not be aware of the business fundamentals. And I'm keen to understand if this is still a formula that works and exists in the market. Uh, and maybe if the change uh, in, in the metrics and the research might be influencing a change in actually how corporates view media as an outlet for 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 not sponsor, not just sponsorship but really a key revenue driver uh, yeah so i mean the world over uh, we call it currency research because the data is used as a trading mechanism and you know it's, it's almost as if you own a shop and you're selling something so as a radio station you can only keep the shop open and the lights on and uh, the products flowing if you have money coming in. Everybody, uh, you know, that's that's how the world works. So you need data for that. And uh, the people advertising, they need to show return to their internal stakeholders. Um, they have KPIs that they have to meet. So the data is vital. The data is vital in selling space to the right people at the right time. Um, and it's also vital that the return is shown on the advertiser's side so that they can show that their marketing campaigns are delivering value to the business and actually helping them also bring in money themselves. So it's a symbiotic relationship. Definitely a symbiotic relationship and one that remains critical, right, for, for the sustainability of, of, of radio stations going forward. Coming back to some of the methods of, of, of measurement, I'm aware that there has been some, uh, I guess, challenges in the local market uh, to, 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 I guess, have a different reflection on the numbers. And I'm hoping that you can take us into the intricacies of the, the, the difference and variances in methodologies, which could actually see different outcomes and results. Yeah, absolutely. So we've had to find uh, new ways of doing things. So we've, we, we, we're kind of pioneers in this area and we've uh, presented all over the world uh, about what, you know, in terms of what we're doing because it's quite groundbreaking. So I mentioned that we, we now do yesterday recall. That provides a challenge to us 
in uh, the data that we provide to the market because we have to give the market a seven-day view of someone's listening, Monday to Sunday, so that they can buy effectively. Now, if we only have a yesterday view for someone, obviously we don't have uh, seven days of their listening. So we have to model the data, and we do that via various techniques, and one of the techniques is called fusion. And within our data set, um, we're able to fuse different data uh, data points. We're able to take lookalike respondents and we're able to actually create a seven-day view of a listener for a station. And this is all statistically sound. It's uh, past audits. It's, you know, the, the, this is really scientific stuff. And I won't get into the absolute technicalities of it because I think you'll cut me off very quickly. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we've had, to, we've had to really spare no expense in bringing uh, groundbreaking research methods to the market so that we do get the – Uh, I don't want to say the same output, but a similar output that we had in the past with a diary. Um, So the study really has enhanced in many ways. It's more accurate. The data that's come out is far more accurate. This gives the agencies and the advertisers greater comfort. And we, we actually saw, I mean, in terms of the, how we work as an organization, we collect levies by advertising. Mm -hmm. That's how we were able to commission the research. And as soon as we released our data into the market, we saw an uptick for radio that we haven't seen before. And that's continued um, as, as we've gone to this day. So the, the data is very well accepted in the market. Um, obviously, research is not a 100% science. If it was, we'd all do the same thing in every market. It's not. So it's constantly changing, constantly evolving. And that's why we actually chose this methodology so that we can change with the market when we need to. On this methodology, does it also match with, I guess, uh, our international practices or best international practice? Absolutely. So, um, and uh, that's not necessarily why we did it, but, you know, in terms of our thinking and what we want, uh, we wanted to have more frequent data. We wanted to have more accurate data. And a lot of other markets, uh, particularly in Europe and um, in America, uh, they follow a very similar methodology as we do. However, their modeling, no one's quite got their modeling right yet. And that's why a lot of people uh, in other markets are knocking on our door to find out what we've done because we've, we've got it right, touch wood. Got you. Gary, I, I guess, you know, we've discussed the business side and, and these are the complexities that many listeners might not be aware of. But something else that we know we all like indulging in is understanding our own behavior. And maybe we can take it there by by reflecting on some insights from one of your latest studies that talk about South Africans' behavior. How often we listen to the radio, which days of the week have the highest listening reach um, and, and typically what kind of content we, we, we like to indulge in. And I'm keen to find out from you if these, you know, a few highlights that you're able to share with us. Uh, yeah, let me let me think about this. So um, I touched on a few, so past seven-day yes. listenership. Um, what, what we've seen increase quite substantially is uh, listening uh, to radio via DSTV. That, I mean, it's quite remarkable. We're seeing 14% of all radio listeners in South Africa listen to the radio via DSTV, mm. which, I mean, that's phenomenal. If you think about uh, listening on a car radio, it's 28%. So you know, it's um, the SCVs up there, which is which is substantial. What we are seeing is uh, the the population moving towards digital forms of, of or platforms for listening. Um, it's still very small, but almost five percent of all radio listeners in South Africa listen to the radio via smart speaker. 
And you think about smart speakers, they're, they're fully entrenched in more first world countries, uh, you know, compared to South Africa. But this is rising and it's coming. And as data prices come down in South Africa, as data quality improves, you'll see more platforms, well, greater growth in these platforms. Um, radio still the, the number one reason uh, that people listen to the radio is that it's a companion and it's a, a source that people trust. So everyone talks about fake news, social media, be careful what you, you know, you're, you're seeing online. Radio rem- remains the top medium when it comes to news and trustworthy news. Um, also people, uh, want to be, feel a part of a community. And when I say community, it doesn't have to be, you know, a, a small neighborhood. It could be, you know, the whole of Gauteng, but you, you feel connected. Mm. And radio, it's very, it's a very personal thing. It's, you're experiencing it. It's a theater of the mind. Um, it's a relationship that you have with the DJs that you're listening to, with the content, with the music, all of it. Um, the, the mnemonics, it's, it's the icons in your mind. So, the, you know, uh, we're, we're actually going to carry out a need state study and connect it to, to our data uh, that we sell into the market because we want to actually uh, make this concrete. We want, we want to find out by station what are the main drivers in terms of need states for listeners. And I think, you know, this, we'll have that launched this year and that'll be fairly groundbreaking too. Uh, an unfair question, and I know that you don't necessarily control or influence this, but is there still space for more? more radio stations in South Africa? True. <laughs> <laughs> I did add a disclaimer there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, I, I never want to say no to anything. <clears throat> so it comes down to content. It comes down to innovation. It comes down to connection. So if, you know, someone out there wants to start a radio station and you're ticking those boxes and you're willing to uh, be patient and build your audience. Yeah, I think there is space. But if you're not ticking those boxes, um, yeah, be very careful. And I think that that's the thing, you know, when, when a radio station is launched and there's no traction necessarily and, and just keeping on and keeping on and keeping on. I think, uh, you know, you, we, you have to get truthful with yourself. Are you, are you really creating value for a segment of the population or, or aren't you? And if you are, go for it. And if you're not, well, maybe back to the drawing board and tick those other boxes. 100%. Gary, this has been such an insightful conversation with you this evening, sir. Really appreciate your time. If you missed it live... Catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za.